army chaplain, my soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible. They also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast, where I take questions and try to answer them. And today the question is, what happens after I die? And how do I deal with that existential dread of death? That abyss that we look into and find that it is looking back into us. I hope you caught the contrast of these verses that we've read today. The psalm, which is a psalm about how our bodies break down when we're under pressure. Pressure from all the things we experience in life, all the trauma, all the things that have turned themselves upside down upon us, and other what other people have done to us as well. The psalmist is very clear that all this has an effect on our ability to live, our ability to breathe, our ability to move about and feel. And then lamentations is a question about when the places we live break down, what happens to us then? Um, is there any hope? And the hope that Paul tells us about in 1 Corinthians 15 is a hope that is rooted not in some kind of optimism or even positive view of our present circumstances uh, to look at our failing bodies and say, yeah, everything's fine. Or to look at our failing communities and infrastructure and like the people in Jerusalem looked at the fallen city walls and the fallen temple and said, they didn't say everything is fine. It's great. Um, sort of that dog in the fire cartoon who says everything's fine and it's burning around him. Uh, that is not what Christians do. Um, when the fire is burning, when the walls are falling, when the temple is destroyed, when our own bodies are breaking down, we don't say there's no big no big deal, nothing's happening. We we lament that and we remember what we've lost. Um, and then we look to this hope that Paul writes about. The sting of death is real. Death really does sting. It hurts. Um, not only the awareness and the loss of the person that has died. And when someone dies, we lose them and we lose the part of ourselves that knew them and related to them. And it's really painful. It stings at very unexpected moments uh, when we're walking into a room and we remember that we want to tell them something and we can't. Or we want to share a memory with them and we can't do that. Uh, or we hear someone that a voice that sounds like their voice or we see someone that looks like them. Or, um, there's a million ways that death stings. Um, and death is painful. That sting of death is that death is final. I don't know if you were a child or when you experienced death as a child. Um, every one of us had a different experience with that. But there's often as a child that first realization of the finality of death. Uh, a goldfish dies, a, maybe a grandparent dies, someone close to us dies, and and we sort of get that talk of, well, when will we see them again? When are they coming back? Um, Facebook reminded me that four, four years ago or three years ago, Seymour, my son's classroom fish, died. 
and the teacher wrote us the parents a note to say that Seymour had died um, and that you know the teacher had explained to my kids that or my son that um, and the rest of the class that Seymour's body had worn out and wasn't working well anymore and Seymour was going to fish heaven and I thought about fish heaven for a minute like what that would be like um, you know you don't get eaten by other fish in fish heaven and there's only fish there nothing else um, what would fish heaven be like hard to know but Seymour is there um, but there was that that moment of realization for my son that Seymour isn't coming back Seymour doesn't just like isn't going to show up tomorrow and that is the sting of death more than almost any other thing that that there is this is it um, and that hurts and there's no way around that the way the way that Paul presents this though is that God is doing something with our bodies with the death that is around us that is reversing death it is the end of death uh, that is happening in God's kingdom in God's economy um, that the perishable the things that perish whether they're our groceries or our bodies they perish um, that they are becoming imperishable that this mortal life will become immortal uh, and this will be a life that is lived in God and with each other this is not a life that is a vampire like existence where you live forever but you hate it um, this is a full life a real life and the imperishable body and immortal body that we receive is the one that equips us for that next life um, and the only reason we say this as Christians is because it happened to Jesus we don't say this because it's kind of a great idea in fact some other ideas of what happens to people after death might be more compelling for us perhaps reincarnation or some other way of experiencing life again and Christians um, see see the this new life as being just what happened to Jesus that his new body and his new life is the first fruits of all of our resurrections because death stings where O oh, death is your victory where O oh, death is your sting he says he's taunting death at this point you have to be pretty bold to taunt death uh, that's pretty hard to do because death is a pretty powerful thing but that is in fact what the good news of Jesus does it even looks at death and says you don't get the final word over my life or anybody else's and so it is through God that we have this victory not a victory all the time not a victory sometimes when we want it the most but ultimately that trajectory that arc of victory the arc of the universe bends towards justice the arc of the universe bends towards this victory that happens in the resurrection and that is what gives us hope as Christians um, and that means that while we're here in our bodies we enjoy them and we appreciate them and we do our best to to live in them um, and not live in some disembodied experience but to live in our bodies to feel things to feel our emotions to feel the emotions of other people to enjoy good food to to be able to enjoy the good weather when it comes to enjoy our pets and our families and our friends that is what we do in our bodies and that is ultimately the first fruits of this greater awakening that is to come and so we say with Paul where O oh, death is your sting Halloween has traditionally been the Christian holiday 
to mock death, to, to dress up, um, to fool death, to trick death, trick or treat death out of that, um, out of their, out of death's power to say, um, on this night, you're not going to know who I am, death. I'm going to be wearing a costume and I'll be going in disguise to mock death. And the costumes take on a deathly kind of scary quality because that is the mockery of death. We, as Christians, we mock death just the way St. Paul mocked death. We mock death the way Jesus mocked death. Um, death is not the final word, even though it seems to have a lot to say. Amen. Thank you.